right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. Of a vacation is going to another city near me. <laughs> I, have, I know I have a very mundane take Fort on Fort Lauderdale. I love heading up to Tampa as of it. Like, I'll go to Tampa for a week. I don't feel like a vacation. It's just so refreshing when, uh, to get two hours away. When we were first talking about destinations for a honeymoon, <laughs> really my, shut everything down. My first suggestion was Florida. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that, you? that did not go over because I'm yeah. a boring guy too. Yeah, like you're like I was thinking suggesting like, like Galveston. <laughs> yeah. Head down to Galveston. You're already Galveston a Bay. of when you're gonna die. You're yeah, of, yeah. You're taking I was it like, I've, I've already like been everywhere, and she's like, "Yeah, but oh, what about like Europe?" True. I'm like, "Yeah, I guess I, I haven't been to Europe yet." She's like, "All right, so now we're going to Greece." You're considering going to Europe. No, we, we've already booked it. We're going to Greece. Going to Greece? Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. Car, what do you feel about Greece or one of those, pla- you know, one of those places uh, out there? I'd probably love it when I got there, but the barrier to entry, getting all the way across over there is just, uh, you know. They actually have That's a direct you're a Costa flight. Rica guy? No barrier to yeah. entry? Yeah, yeah it's like two hours for me. <laughs> I guess it is it. Oh, flight. Yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. so. Costa Rica was crazy because you come in on a prop plane. Well, you come in to the airport and then you have to take a prop plane to the Pacific side over the mountains. And then also a two hour drive through winding mountain roads. Did you land in San Jose? Yeah. San Jose. You can can fly straight into Liberia. Liberia airport. Right next. It's about that's where like all my friends go. It's like 20. I think it's like 20 minutes from the coast. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were Pacific? talking about going yep. to Liberia instead. No, it's <laughs> Liberia <laughs> Airport. That'd be a solid vacation. <laughs> yeah, you sign up to Liberia. Yeah, you got to be really careful at the airport when you're buying that ticket, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to show up in baggy shorts and sandals, uh, and someone's going to hand you an AK 47. Airport. Somebody's <laughs> yeah. looking at you like, are you well? Are you, yeah. are you under you okay? duress? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you direct me to customs? Are you a slave <laughs> Excuse trainer? me, sir. Can you direct me to where the surf is up, brah? Jesus. You're out there surfing with a general butt naked and Sergeant Kid Eater. <laughs> really, this be a good story for you. Yeah, those were two you, great you, character names. You've been tweeting some things, Car, that I wanted to talk about on air. Um, I've been I, tweeting you, some things. You've actually, I know. Well, you can have your bird watching segment in just a moment, but we're going to do a little car watching because I've been watching you mostly in DMs. You've been trafficking in DMs. Um,. <laughs> Talking about your short shorts era. Oh, uh, yeah. What's, well, what is the, all this now? Uh, the inseam of my shorts has been rising recently. So take me through this to start with. Okay. What's the deal with the short shorts? Are you, is, this a new, is this new territory for you wearing short shorts? Um, this short, yes. What's the inseam length? That I wear? Current present at this moment. Uh, I'm wearing some sixes right now. 
sixes. And what's wow. the leg length? What's your leg length? I don't know. Got to be four feet. You got long legs. Yeah, I got. I got long boys. <laughs> if you had to estimate the foot length yeah, of your of your leg, your hip socket to knee hip for, measurement. Yeah, go for it. I don't know. Well, I'm six feet tall, so is it half my body? You're long though. You're, yeah. you're long legged. Maybe it's three and a half feet. I don't know. Three, three and a half, half, two and a half. Feet. Is that? Let me see yeah, if I've got a honestly, ruler. three and a half. I'm yeah, Here, three I, I and a ruler. half feet seems. Yeah, he's got. You got to measure this because people need. You, you don't understand, car. When people you say a six, they may not understand how dramatic that is <laughs> unless they understand the leg length. Yeah, I mean, I see. I'm getting about. I'm probably getting about three. Yeah, shit, probably is about three and a half. Those are some long. Those are slightly longer than average legs. That was a very sloppy measurement, though. So who knows? <laughs> now, how would you compare your shorts to, say, an average pair of like boxer briefs? About the same or a little? Yeah. Longer? So uh, I've got yeah. a couple that I've been playing volleyball in that are that are really short. They're they're fives. Uh, what, yeah. They're, are they're you based... a sex pervert? What's the? I'm, I'm, what are you doing? But I'm yeah. I'm, I'm trying to skirt just. Stay right on that line between sex pest and volleyball player. Sex pest is I'm get a from a five. Yeah, the actual gracious. the liners hang down beneath the, the short itself. That's that's what we're working with. That's uh, absurd. Yeah, they're gray. They're badass. So t- tell me about like what do you get like? Tell me about the last time you bought the shorts. What you're getting out of these shorts? Do you feel like your sex appeal level is going up? Is kind of one of the questions through the to... roof, Berto. Tell me through about this. Yeah. Tell me about this. Well, dude, I've, I've, been, I've been in the gym, man. I've been working on the quads a lot. I've been working. I've been doing squats. I've been doing hack squats. I've been doing deadlifts. I've been doing everything, man. I got to show it off. I feel like I got to show it off. It's summer. It's uh, blazingly hot here. I got to find some way to, you know, scratch that itch. Have you ever heard of uh, zombie squats? No. That's where you put the bar in front of you and have your arms straight out and then squat that way. Jesus. Like, yeah. It, I tried to do it the other day and uh didn't work out well for me. No, that sounds miserable. No, I just stick to reg the reg stuff. Just some squats. Some goblets. Squats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do goblets. Mm-hmm. So right. that that's kind of where we're at, Bird, is I, I'm just uh I noticed that uh, I could bring the inseam up a little bit, and then I and then I got a little taste, I got a little bite of the apple, and then I noticed I said, I'll bring it up a little bit more. It's like the Tower of Babel. Where do you yeah. stop? Do you I ever don't... stop? Until it all At falls what down. Point is this just a... <laughs> until your until dick and balls are until out. it all falls down. Right. Until I get, until I'm taken like... in bracelets away by the Fort Worth PD. <laughs> right. <laughs> At what point do you just suntan and all kind of look like a tall Mayan guy with his dick wrapped up in a banana leaf? Where's yeah. this going? Yeah, yeah. It, you know where it's going. It's going to uh, the the thong that comes up like into a tank top. Banana uh, hammock? Yeah, not a banana hammock because it, it's all, it's like, ah, oh, what the fuck is the word I'm looking oh, for? Oh, like, like uh, a, what wrestlers use. Uh, yeah, the singlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Singlet. Which yeah, he's worn the thong singlet. Do you, do you think this is a callback to your singlet days, Carl? It could be a subconscious callback to my wrestling days. Yeah. It certainly Goodness could be. It. You're going to end up on a ride on lawnmower in a thong it, singlet waving thongs. to your neighbors as they drive by <laughs> with the wrestling shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's possible, guys. Country. I'm not. I'm not ruling anything out. See, the thing is, yeah, the thing is that we're still trending. That's that's the thing is that I, I haven't stopped yet. I'm still trending shorter. So yeah, voice. I didn't even need to get the measurements to hear mm-hmm. that it's still trending because yeah. you don't seem done. No, oh, far from done. Far from finished. Have you been getting uh, cat called? Uh, no, not yet, and that's why uh, I need to keep going. Yeah. Yep. Do you, are you you have hairy legs, right? Yeah, I mean, not like super, super hairy. Are but, you growing a mustache? Uh, I've been keeping a little bit more scruff. I've been thinking about doing the kind of knocking down the scruff, except for the mustache, but keeping scruff in general. But maybe just doing a little like bit a Fetterman. Scruff. Yeah, a little bit of a Fetterman, maybe. <laughs> you saw yeah. this? Did you see this, Aaron? The, yeah. the new Fetterman look. Yeah, it looks very good. <laughs> yeah, it looks yes, very yeah, good. He looks suspiciously good. Hardcore police mustache, like a very authoritative mustache. <laughs> Um, I just want to paint a picture for the listeners who maybe haven't met you at Childerberg. We're talking hairy limbs. If you let your hair grow out, it will Jufro. I've yeah. seen this. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to grow a thick mustache. Do you wear any eye protection or sun protection for the eyes while you're volleyballing? Yeah, typically I do. Typically you're wearing wear. like a gog, like a shade, shades or goggles. Sunglasses, yeah. Like Ray-Bans? Sunglasses. Uh, yeah, are they no, aviators not, not right or are they more functional sport kind more of More functional sport. So yeah. Oakley's? All right, sweet. Uh, the ones that I have right now are green. Blue? Oh, I would have guessed. Okay, yeah, you're a gr- you do like green. I remember I green. another fact about you and your Subaru. Yeah, it's my favorite color. Um, yeah. It's your favorite color. There you go. So we're How talking black, black with green accents. The Subaru is misfiring. Uh, it has about nine dashboard lights on, but it's still going, baby. Nice. So this is this. So car camp it pulls up in a car that's screaming, almost almost broken, and yeah. he, first firstly the leg comes out and it's hairy and it's mm-hmm. tan, and he's wearing. Do you wear socks when you're volleyballing? I don't wear no in beach. Shoeless. You don't wear, yeah, right. Shoeless. Okay. So you're going. So the t- so the dogs are out also. Yep. Dogs out, hairy leg, into just a dick-gripping singlet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of the body to the hairy arms, and then you go a little further up, boom, hits the mustache. Then the green shades, uh, green outlay shades, uh-huh. and the Jufro, and that's a fucking look. Yeah. That's a fucking, that's a real look to enter, like, I feel like you mid-30s. can't get away with that outside of, like, Florabama. Well, we're still in Gomez down here. I think it's acceptable anywhere we're it's a, we're uh, yeah, yeah. We're there's a it evokes a lot is. of '70s vibes, which everybody mm-hmm. the '70s are coming back. By the way, well, Carl, Texas so, never because really everybody's even got dirty too, and gross. You're right yeah. about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, about Texas no, is about five decades behind. So they, they're, what we're just I know about women here. in their mid twenties, car, which would be which would be fine for you, a nice mm-hmm. young twenty seven year old woman yeah. ready to marry. I know that as being a part of that generation, I know there's a move back to the 70s. There really is. a lot of Burt Reynolds coming back. There's a lot. People are watching Columbo again. We are all about the 1970s. Hair is becoming more acceptable in places where it normally isn't. Men, women, hair everywhere. The scent perfume is coming back. Like real stinky perfume is coming back. I think we could find you your... Marissa Tomei. We can find you your actress. 
We can okay. find you your person with this new look that you're doing, which I'd like to call the Saber Cop or something cool. I want to call your new look something cool. The vibe. We'll think about a term for it, but whatever your look you're doing right now, I really think is very going to be very marketable. So I think you've got a good – this show's going to okay. be good for the next few years if you keep up that look. Oh, and I'm going to keep it up, yeah. Love to hear that. I'd love to hear that. Fellas, would you like to do some news? I would. I'd like to do some news. Okay. First of all, on the topic of sex appeal, have we seen Sexy Vivek, the Swami? Have we seen this? <laughs> no. Just blasting it on the tennis court. I didn't know this, but Vivek Ramaswamy, they're calling him the Swami. He plays tennis hard. <laughs> hard, dude. He looks a lot like you, Car. But yeah. blazoned tan, good chest hair. I, there's a touch of like awkwardness. But it's uh -huh. so much charm. Like the way he moves is very mechanical. He's got it down to a science. And you're looking at him and you're like, this guy is a politician. Really, a, I think Beach Wave, frankly, I think Beach Wave is coming back hard. Dude, and Beach I'm Wave, man. And I'm shifting this podcast's vote from Nikki Haley, if you'll remember a few months ago we is endorsed that, Is that who Haley. we were supporting? <laughs> That's who we were supporting before. Okay. And we are moving our endorsement to Vivek the Swami Ramaswamy. Oh, hell yeah. Beach yeah. Wave is fucking back, dude. Beach Wave is back, and I'm what? here for it, man. Dude, yes. Hell yes. For years, I hated the beach. Can I tell you this? I hated uh, the you've beach already for a told long me about time. This. It drives me a crazy. But I'm coming back to the beach myself, as it's the only place I can go fishing these days. Beach Wave is fucking back. It's a, it's a whole thing, man. And it's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. And it's grand. Aaron, what are you doing to get your look out of the 90s and into the 70s? I've actually been hitting the gym as well. Good, good. No way. Um, yeah. No, I actually, I I put it up in the DMs that I I have a personal trainer, and uh, that wasn't that wasn't a bit. I actually do. That's awesome, man. Hell yeah. The guy that looks um, a lot like Carr and Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> <laughs> Brown, hairy, holds you gently as he <laughs> teaches yeah. you the moves. He's uh he's Do you have like a an Obama chef type of guy? <laughs> no, he's just a regular kid, kind of uh kind of an introvert, but uh uh very knowledgeable. Um it's it's kind of transitioning from him being a personal trainer helping me get in shape to him being a physical therapist dealing with like all the shit that I got out of the navy with with my shoulder and neck. Like mm -hmm. it's they're just fucking wrecked and I haven't done anything about it. That's fair. I, I well, I'm glad to hear that you're you're entering your the 70s, in your 70s. That's always good. Um, what else do we have? Oh, we wanted to talk about f fire. Let's talk about the fires in Hawaii, or uh, I guess more relevantly, the the national the new national tour that's been kicked off. Once you want to introduce this topic, Carr. Yeah. Well, it, listeners may have seen. Uh, I, I suppose yesterday that Joe Biden finally decided that it was time for him to run out to Hawaii where there have been blazing wildfires killing people for <laughs> over a week, almost two weeks. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden decided to grace them with his presence yesterday. And upon his arrival, promptly fell asleep, uh, fell asleep during Within the middle of a press hours, 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 uh, fully asleep, sitting up in a press conference, basically, or some, <laughs> some sort of news event uh, for a, a 
looked like a period of time. I mean, I saw the, the clip that I saw was 10 seconds, but it didn't look like he had just fallen asleep and it didn't look no, like he, he was about to no, wake you up. You know, he was in that stage of the head slump where yeah. he'd picked it up a few times already uh-huh, and finally uh-huh. he's given in. Yeah. yeah. And it's the golden era because now he's no longer jerking back up. It's it's now he's it's he's given into the neck crick and it's just whenever it seems he wakes like up. Everybody else has up. too. Everybody yep. else is just committed to. They need to give him a hand buzzer or something. Something, something. So, Corpa, uh, <laughs> that, that's his waking up noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Um, so it's it's kicked off the. Um, did we come up with a? Ter- are we solid on a term for what this is going to become? Yeah, I think we decided it was going to be the. Uh, the Biden National Snooze Cruise. <laughs> it was the Biden National Snooze Cruise, or <laughs> Joe Biden and the Destroyers, their uh, bed to the bone tour. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yes. If they're doing a band tour, yes. Well, we were Fuck we were yeah. saying we were saying it would be fun if he could go uh, fall asleep at a press conference for a tragedy in each of the fifty states. Yes, uh, that I would think be a that fun, would be great. That would be a fun tour. And uh, so that would be, I, I believe Lee brought up the fact that George Thurgood did something similar where he did a 50 state tour. And uh, so, yeah, that was, that was the <laughs> impetus of the Joe, Joe Biden and the Destroyers uh, bed to the bone tour. Um, but, uh, you know, Joe Biden is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but so is Joe Biden's snooze oh. cruise. So it's, it's kind of it's it's a uh, it's it's awesome. But I'm we'll see. I mean, about a booze cruise. Like, uh, do you think he exactly. still drinks alcohol? I was thinking. Oh, about I'm this sure he does. Day. Yeah. yeah. It's got to put him right to bed. Right. Oh, immediately. He's got <laughs> half a beer and he's just down, just down. Uh, yeah. So that'll be that'll be super fun to track. Hopefully they'll give us more content. Um uh, but on a serious note, do we want to cover some of the stuff uh, that's going on in Hawaii? Because uh, I don't know how much reading you did. I did a little bit, but very little. Um, you probably know more than I do. Yeah, we'll cover it. What's what? I don't really know. I, I I guess the one thing that I know, which this is more of a theory than anything, does it seem like this is happening in a lot of places? Very large fires, all all around the same time in unusual places. It just seems like this is yeah yeah. Weird. I mean, you know, there's always that. Um, I think. That I can deal with. Um, it's the response. Um, I've seen a couple posts from a couple people that are as well respected as they can be within our sphere um, about the resource Bronson, allocation. BAP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, the response. MAGA retard sixty nine. <laughs> Cobra yeah, Tate. Re- reputable sources. <laughs> Steve Bannon. Bannon. <laughs> no, uh, about uh, the way in which they're allocating resources to certain communi- communities based on uh, demographics. Yeah. Resource allocation expert 55 posted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy makes a lot of sense. Wow, he always has such good points about the resource allocation. <laughs> um, so, what do you mean there? What do you mean? Because one, uh, like, are you? I don't know what you mean by that. Um, one of the people in charge of uh, disaster response basically took like three days to decide to go into one of these communities and help and help people that were actively dying because that community was not um, at risk. So my understanding is that in this one particular area called Lahaina, um, they basically they failed to really properly alert citizens to the danger of the fire. And I don't really know how this happens. It just feels like you as a citizen should be able to see the fire, but I'm, you know, 
I guess Hear I guess it just it can Twitter it can just creep up whatever. on you like pretty quick, especially when the winds are high. I don't know. Yeah. But um so I guess they, they went ahead and canceled school, but then didn't cancel work. So there was this situation where there were a bunch of kids at home alone when their parents were at work, and that's when the fires came. And I think that's I think there is a significant chance that's why for days they have been saying there's 1500 missing and 100 dead or whatever the actual numbers are it's close to that and not actually confirming the dead because it in all likelihood it's probably a bunch of kids which is Mostly like kids. horrific hmm. i didn't even know that they i didn't know that they could stop work i guess they have the well i don't do think i, I don't know disaster that, I, I don't know that they could well, I mean, who knows what they could or couldn't do now? But I, I think I'm the sure point they, was yeah, that, that's that true. They, they could, <laughs> they, they could. but but they did, but they canceled school. Was the the issue? They canceled like, school. Yeah, the, like no, none of the work really. No, no offices closed or whatever. Don't most schools work... have like bomb shelters, especially in Hawaii? Like bomb shelters. And oh yeah, like, and like emergency warning systems for hurricanes and stuff like that. Think yeah, they I, would I mean, cancel the work and not the school. Yeah, yeah, but. You're probably right. Yeah, that would make more sense. But that's what I would do in Carcadia if I was mayor of Carcadia and that house was right. on fire. I would say, go to school. Just no, something <laughs> to keep in mind. Something to keep Head in over mind. To man. School. Yeah. yeah. Don't go to home for the fire. Right. That's crazy. So, so anyway, the, the, I, they're being super tight-lipped about it. The the stuff that you see kind of gets leaked out, and it's very difficult to verify: is that real? Is that not? And then also put it in context of the greater, you know, fire scheme yeah. here. But, but. It, it it has all the markings of something that's going to be really really difficult to ignore, you know, if if certain things come out about it. So, and it looks like the 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 mayor, I guess it's the mayor of either the island or that community, kind of is an islander, and he's kind of throwing his own community under the bus, and they're kind of grilling him saying. on it. He's, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. He's so, like not reporting any of the dead. And, yeah, it's it's yeah. very very strange. It's one of those something's things going where on like, there. You, yeah, something's going on. You just see an information black hole like that, and you're like, Ugh, I don't, you know, I don't know what this is, but it's not good. Now let's uh, get to the real question. What do we think, space lasers? Yeah, directed energy. Yeah. Aaron? Uh, mm, Pay laser I'm, I'm going to go with uh, um, tectonic, uh, controlled tectonic oh, blast. This is like, oh, Boring. okay, fine. Oh, fine. okay, okay. I thought he was going to say tectonic shifting. I was going to yeah, say like, that sounds a lot like me writing aliens off as animals. Boring, boring. No, I'm but talking about blasts. Blasts, like it, on the on the plate to kind mm-hmm. of earthquake and stuff. Yep, maybe a little. It, uh, actually, actually, in similar, in similar news, news, California got hit with the. They're calling it the shake and bake, the <laughs> earthquake and hurricane. At the same time, California gets hit. Category one, so grow up. I guess it's not that bad. And then it was a five a five point five magnitude earthquake so i don't know if that's good or bad if it's anything like the length of cars inseam it can only get worse <laughs> very good very good way to tie that together yeah thanks i wrote that one down <laughs> Did um, you? <laughs> yeah i had it I, it came to me uh oh yes uh here's another topic that i prepared for um gentlemen you're gonna need to be able to open Actually, no, I can just send you a tweet because I was forward thinking about this. We've got a job to do today, gentlemen. We've got to rate some haircuts. 
Oh, I did see this on the timeline. We got to write some haircuts. Hold on, I got to get the... Uh, all right, that'll be in the Zencaster and also in the Twitter. Or the X, I'm sorry, the X. We have to cover a couple of haircuts today, and I'll tell you why. There's a forward to this, and it involves Aaron taking a major L. Um, Javier Millet, Millet is I don't know where this L is coming from. I have no opinion on that guy. You're about to take a major L. The leading vote-getter of Argentina's national primary elections, a right-wing populist, studies with a rabbi regularly and wants to convert to Judaism. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. But I don't care thing, about him. Well, you say that, but you, you, you've been hesitant. Let me, you've, been, you've been feeling your way through, trying to grip on. I've been, I've been withholding my opinion on him until things shake out. Yeah, and then and I know how you truly feel, and now I know how you truly feel about this situation. But one thing that you can't deny about this Javier, I'm going to call him Javier Million. I really don't remember. Javier Million's haircut, you have to admit, is pretty spectacular. Car can't it's be your familiar now with the haircut. Yeah, it point. looks like a Pokemon trainer. First of all, I want to get your opinion. If we had to rate this haircut from a 1 to 10, 10 being the best. Car, where are you at on the haircut? For this guy? For this guy. Oh, I think it's wonderful. I think I, I'm putting really? it okay. eight or nine. Yeah, so, twice okay. my inseam. Easy. All right, I was at a three. Yeah. Personally. Three or four. <laughs> really? I think it's wonderful. Well, so begins the possibility that we can now judge these other haircuts because what I noticed was a key factor in right-wing populism, and you'll know that You'll know that I've selected right-wing populists for, for just about all of these categories. You may say Boris Johnson's not a right-wing populist, but in his stupid country, he is. And then we talk about our favorite right-wing populist of all time, Kim Jong-un, also is on this list. So in total, I've categorized four major kinds of haircuts for Republicans in this country generally. Four major types. One of them isn't Republicans in this country. It's foreigners who might as well be good old Republicans in this country. And I've created it as a diagram, and I'm going to have it pinned up on my Twitter. So if you're listening to this episode soon, go to my Twitter and check it out. And if you're not, good luck finding it. That's all I can tell you. Our first category of haircuts. And then, by the way, we're going to check the poll that I sent out to get what the listeners think about all this. The first type of haircuts that I noticed was the helmet Republicans. What you'll notice about these guys is they're neoconservatives. All of these guys with these haircuts are neoconservatives. And the two general types are the swoop back, a.k.a. the Rubio, and the swoop forward, the Newt. How do we feel about these haircuts? Not my favorite haircut. No. no. Lack I of mean, trust, I, I think right? Newt kind of pulls it off. He's, he's an older gentleman. It makes him look a little more distinguished. He's not trying to use the just for men. He's uh, I think it, I think for him it's keeping it's pure it real. silver. Yeah, it, pure silver. You want to hear I, my newt impression? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Jesus. all right. What's next? <laughs> all right, next. Uh, again, and by the way, that you the Rush Limbaugh also would fall into the helmet category. He just didn't have the middle. There's a couple of other guys, obviously, that would fall into this category. I, I need your numbers on, on Bill on Crystal both styles. 
See yeah, the, uh, indeed, indeed, yes, yeah. indeed. Um, first of all, the Rubio one to ten. What, what are you feeling on the Rubio? I'm gonna say like a four, five. Okay, better than better than the Javier. Carcampit thinking hard. I hate it. I uh, so I, I, I'll set the over under at my inseam, and I'm going way under on this one. I'd say a two or three. I hate it. No way. Wow. Okay. It's too orderly. Marco Rubio. Feeling better with the newt. Too orderly. orderly. Yeah, I agree. I I agree. I like the newt a little bit better, but still too orderly. And what color he is, newt? That shining mac and cheese color is spectacular. Donald Trump mm-hmm. really changed the the face of the Republican Party. <laughs> he he made sure it did. Oral, just a little yeah. bit orange. Like <laughs> yeah. a lot of these the guys new, go the orange. orange party, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right, fine. Let's go to a lot uh, more of an American psy- psycho type deal here. The linear Republicans, <laughs> so selected because the the hair, no matter what it's doing, follows a flowing and linear pattern. Let me point out what I mean. If you look at the helmet Republicans. There's not one line, okay? There's at least two different lines. The bang and the sides going two different directions. Talk about like the, the hair li- part? Correct. I'm talking about the f- direction the hair flows. You understand what I mean? The Donald Trump, all of his hair flows in the same direction. The Eric Trump, or the Trump Jr. I called it, which Trump Jr. has a different haircut. The Eric Trump also all flows backwards in one direction. That's why they're linear, because this hair goes only in one direction. How are we feeling, firstly, about the extremely American psycho Jared Leto haircut, the Trump Jr.? What are your votes on this? You love it. I I love it. it. I'm giving it like an eight or a nine. What does it signify to you? It signifies that I can sit down with this man and I'm going to leave rich. (laughs) (laughs) I think this, I don't the, think Eric the, Trump has ever made anybody rich. <laughs> this one, I, this one, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ambivalent on it. I don't mean that I am, uh, disinterested. I, I mean that I feel strongly in both ways. The first is that I'm immediately repulsed, but the second is that I noticed <laughs> that the hair and his face are nearly identical to the character of Jesus in uh, the Big Lebowski, and that makes me happy. Wow, you're and, right. And John, so is that we John land- Turturro. That's yeah, yeah that John is- Turturro. <laughs> so we landed a five. It's a white John Turturro. I can't, you know, I can't. It's a put white him b- John Turturro. I can't put it below the inseam. <laughs> I have he's, to keep it at or above the end. He's NC. less tan than you yeah. in that movie. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> true. Okay, fine. Yeah, all right, a five. So that's a, a, a practically average haircut for you. Mm-hmm. Right at okay. the end. And now, of course, we got to talk about the big D. That would be Donald Trump. Sorry. Donald I was Trump, of course. Just yeah, fantasizing. Right, sure. Anyway, yes. the Donald Trump haircut, how do you feel? I feel solidly good about it. I, I mean, I, it's not, it's not, it's not a 10. Tread it's definitely, you know, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a seven and a half for me. Okay, fine. Fair. I'm going to, I'm going to answer your question with a question and that might kind of frame your, your score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if he inspired other people to emulate his haircut and that became a fad? <laughs> God, that'd Would be that incredible. make you happy or sad? 
I think it would make me happy. See, it would make me happy too if I was walking like in the grocery store and, and just saw, saw like Donald some Trumps. old boomers desperately attempting to make that like backwards <laughs> well, wave. Then, Aaron, if one of your criteria for voting high is everybody else around the guy has to have the haircut, there's a guy later who fulfills that category 10 out of 10. Yeah. We'll get Whereas to Marco Rubio, if everybody had his haircut, oh, that would be a nightmare. G- g- gay world. Yeah. All right, let's go to the second page. Fine. Wait, you didn't give your score for Donald Trump, Aaron. I'm going to assume a 10. No, I'm going to say a seven and a half. It's just average. Wow. Okay. You guys have both the exact same score, but exact one same of you score. thinks more, way more highly of it than the other. That's interesting. Politicians and their bad haircuts part two, the wild Republicans. Now this one speaks for itself. It's wild because it doesn't go in one direction or two. It's a matrix of directions going all ways, all times, all unpredictable. And you'll notice the two people who I've selected have had a wide variety of different haircuts. One uh, a symbol of this type of haircut is a person who's unable to make a committed decision. Both in Milo's case and in Bannon's case, they're constantly hopping back and forth on different things and there's no commitment there so be careful ladies with guys with these haircuts first of all the bannon i rock a bannon i'll say this mm-hmm. i'm a i rock i'm rocking a bannon are you recusing days. yourself from the vote <laughs> i've recused myself from all 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 prior commentary all of it the bannon is signature in that it's got uh a friend of mine who I brought this up to described it as a medieval haircut. It's <laughs> something that you would see in a medieval depiction, a painting or like a tapestry. It's got this top swoop that goes back and then it's sort of a bell shaped haircut. It reminds you of a medieval peasant or woodcutter. It's a populist kind of haircut goes way back in the cultural memory for the Caucasian male. This type of haircut is a classic, uh, shared by poets, artists alike, but again, men of great indecision. And then you have the Milo, of course. The Milo is fashion forward. Did he kill somebody? Mysterious. Maybe not trustworthy, but he looks like a YouTube star. There's a lot of stardom to it. These are the wild Republican types. And you'll see that there's basically these are the only two types of haircuts that exist for this type of Republican. First of all, I want to get your thoughts and your votes on the Bannon. Uh, oh, Aaron. I love it. Yeah, of course. I love it. I So, like I said, I, I know that when I'm sitting down with somebody with the same haircut as Eric Trump, I'm going to walk away with an investment opportunity that's going to make me wildly rich. Yeah. Or, You're going to lose or, money or, with these guys. <laughs> but with with somebody with Bannon's haircut, I I know that if I sit down with them, I'm going to learn something. I'm 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 going to learn a new conspiracy theory. I'm going to come away hating the Jews even more than I do. Um, I'm going to learn something. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 going to come away a more learned man. Okay. Uh, so that would translate to a... That, that, uh, like a 9 or a 10. So, wow. So much higher than Trump in that case. Much higher than the Trump. Okay. Um, Car Campit, thoughts on the Bannon haircut? Yeah, I'd echo what Aaron said. I think that this is Holy the... Holy moly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I have a different hair texture, but this is essentially the haircut that I rock as well. 
Um, so mine doesn't look the same, but it's, I don't really do any, I don't do a whole lot of, you know, organizational activity uh, up above the shoulders. So, um, Mm -hmm. this is, this is, I I think my ideal, you know, like you said, it's, it's populist. I think it's, it's, it's at some point or at some areas of my, my heart and my brain, I'm, I'm, I, I love the populist, uh, aesthetic and, uh, it calls it back, man. This is, this is it. This is a nine or a 10 for me. That's so, that's so affirming to hear. Cause I also have it at a nine or a 10. Um, the Milo. Now the Milo is a really interesting one. Aaron, what are your, what are your thoughts on the Milo? So I think, uh, like 99% of the population with this style of haircut, they just have nothing to offer. Um, I'm not going to gain anything by looking at them or talking to them. I don't imagine that uh, I would be very pleased if one of my progenies ended up having this haircut. So I I just don't feel anything about it. It's uh, It's going to be a three for me. Can I can I ask a clarifying question? When, when now when you're judging this, uh, are you taking into consideration when you make that judgment? Are you taking into consideration the the dye at the front that makes it wider? I'm not. No, I'm, t- I'm okay. No, this is the, purely the, the shape as of a the whole. cut. The blowout as a whole, and that's interesting because many years ago that used to be the primary haircut of like interesting yes. dudes. Yeah, at some point it was. Interesting. Okay. Car Campit, your thoughts on the the Milo? I heard you I heard you once again echoing Aaron's sentiments with a with a hum and a nod there. How are you feeling yeah, about this? I, I feel I feel very similar. Um I it's it's the haircut of a man with nothing to offer. Um at least in this era. I it doesn't evoke much for me. I don't um you know, I don't really have strong feelings for it one way or another, except for I just I don't, I don't, I wouldn't get excited to sit down with someone for lunch with this type of haircut, I guess is what I'm going to say. I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four. Aaron, you made another statement about the 90%. That means, means there's 10%, 10% who do have something to offer. But if then the so, haircut is just incidental. Okay. So it's, you're not saying that when there's this kind of haircut, 90% is you can throw them in the trash, but 10% are like diamonds. You're um, just kind of saying. Yeah. Yeah, not it doesn't. There's just no, by probability, somebody with something to offer might have, have this that, haircut. Might have that haircut, and they, okay. I don't know, mistakenly got it at the barbershop. And and Carr, one more question for you on this. If you, I feel that this is a haircut that shows that a, a a man is taking a lot of time on his appearance, cares about his appearance. What you're telling me is that. This type of appearance is not persuasive to you. Not effective. It is. It is not. It's not effective. Not effective. So they're wasting time and uh, not getting results. Not getting results. Let's go on to the final category of haircuts: the foreign mockeries category. Um, now these are not Republicans, and there's a lot more types of hair than just these two. But I felt that these two represented like. Two guys trying to do American stuff and then really failing. First of all, we have the Johnson. That would be Boris Johnson if you don't recognize him by his face. The Boris Johnson is a haircut that screams, pick me. It's a thing that is, it just feels as though, like many 
a British things, it feels like a performance. Uh, it doesn't feel like it feels like when he wakes up in the morning, he does this to his hair. Whether or not he does, it feels that way. One of the reasons why I say that is because a man who wakes up, brushes the hair out of his face, and starts working, his hair looks like Bannon's. Yes. That's what a Bannon haircut looks like. The Johnson almost reminds me of a guy who purposefully would force his hair towards his face, like holding his head like he's like he's stimming. He's got some autistic problem. And then let's go after five minutes of planting the hair down and then goes, this is my bedhead. This is what my bedhead looks like. It screams imitation. It screams mockery. It screams fake. That might be a little bit biased of a description of it, but it lets you know how I feel about it. Aaron, what is your vote and feeling on the Johnson? Well, maybe it's uh, maybe it's informed by my my military experience, but this just screams untrustworthy, unproductive. <laughs> the guys in the military with that type of hair. I mean, it it wouldn't be allowed, but from from the inside looking out, I would not consider this person a oh, trustworthy or reliable. Civilians. Yes. Looking towards civilians. And Understood. now that I'm and why in, is that? It just like, I, I know you said that maybe he does this on purpose, but I get the feeling that he gets out of bed and just puts on his hundred dollar suit and goes to work at his, I don't know, low level management office job. Uh, but there's no so the action it seems to me then in your mind is very similar to the Bannon where he gets up and gets to work is it the type of job the, that it can the difference between the Bannon and Boris Johnson is that the Bannon at least requires some effort to maintain I see okay and this I is see. just I, I don't know I don't know when he decides he needs to get a haircut so when I was describing the Bannon versus the Johnson and I said it's a guy who wakes up and swoops his hair back, the swoop hair back is very meaningful to you. That's yes. a guy that's a guy who's who's he's trying. He's, that's a guy with intention. <laughs> intention. I intend okay. uh-huh. yeah. The this, Johnson is like a lazy lout, like a guy yeah. who like wakes up and slumbers through the day is like what he's given up. He's given up on life. He's given up on Understood. any semblance of belonging to a civilization. Wow. So it, it's authentic to you. It's just what it signals is bad versus yes, for me. Exactly. It signals bad things, but is completely inauthentic. That, okay. Very interesting. Car Campa, your full thoughts on the Johnson. Uh, I am not a big fan. Um, again, re- to come back to the Bannon versus Johnson thing, it, this this feels like the difference between a self assured colonial patriot versus the insecure redcoat. Um, nothing more really to be said. It's it's just a security thing, and I, I don't think Boris Johnson has it. So wow. I'll go. And I'll go. Uh, I'll go two. Uh, wow. Okay. That's your yeah. I'm gonna favorite. give it. I'm gonna give it a two or a three. I didn't get yours, Aaron. Okay. Wow. That's the. That's by one of the least favorites. There. It's gonna be very interesting to read what the listeners had to say. It's it's annoying to see. I agree. I agree. Much like the final really one. Any any British <laughs> affectations. It's just true. irritating to see. Yeah, that's true. The final one that we have before us. Uh, a man who I don't respect as much as his grandfather. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's what the haircut sort of signals to me. I, I, I want us to do a... I know I'm asking for a lot here, but I want us to do a side experiment. 
if you don't have a vivid memory in your mind of Kim Il-sung's haircut, please Google it very quickly just to refresh yourself. I would refer to it as extremely zen. It's almost like Thomas Aquinas's tonsure, uh, it, it, except there's nothing in the front. There's open to the back. It, it, it's a powerful haircut that centers you when you look at it. It's galactic. Everything moves towards the center. It, it, to me, it, it expresses a man who is brilliant, determined, and the center of his own universe. A great man of history. It's the haircut of a great man of history. His grandson, Kim Jong-un, has taken that concept and reversed it. Instead of the center being visible and bold, the sides of the head are now shaven and in shambles. The top of the head sports what would evoke the helmet of a legionary, except in reality, it looks like a cowlick. The sides, completely bare, is anti-biblical, Never shave the sides of your head, it says. This haircut to me screams atheist, Reddit, nerd. What do you think about it, Aaron? Um, uh, I didn't know that shaving the sides of your head was anti-biblical. I was going to say um, if he was going for the fade, he should have faded it up higher. Oh, like a white supremacist style kind of cut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're going for the high skin fade, leaving it long on top. I agree because um, this makes him look like a badger. Yeah, no, it's it's very helmet-esque. Mm-hmm. Helmet Republican-esque. Um, oh, interesting callback to that. You're right. There is This would represent, unlike the Rubio, which is a side swoop, or the Newt, which is a front swoop, this is basically the back swoop. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, it's, it screams authority, but not real authority. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like, I couldn't agree more. Like my first impression would be, wow, this guy's very important. But, um, and then but once his I, grandfather was more important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> once, once I look at the height of the fade, I'm going to, it, it calls into question his credibility. Interesting. Car camp at full thoughts. I'm going to deviate here. Okay. I'm going to deviate because I think that this is the most self-aware haircut of the entire bunch. Confident. In, in that, no, not necessarily confident. Okay. It is the most well-seated in history. In the same way that Kim Jong-un is a little bit of a knockoff, perhaps one might even say a mockery of generations prior Kim mm. Jong-il and mm-hmm. uh, Kim Il-sung. Fulfilling the ideal, yeah. It's fulfilling the idea. It's manifesting the, the into the physical world via his haircut. Okay. I think it's the most self-aware, most most seated in uh, history uh, of all of the haircuts that we've reviewed today. And in that, in that regard, I think it's the most appropriate. It's an um, ideological haircut also. It is. Like, exactly. It believes yes. what it says. Exactly. And... Not only that, but because of the way that it is fashioned and because of the uh, attributes of his face, it makes it look like he is constantly moving quickly through wind. And I like that. Like a, like a conate horseman gliding. T- ten. No, no way. way. Stop. Wow. Ten. Wow. 
That is a fucking upset. Aaron, what do you think? I'm going to give it a five. Ten. That's, that's almost more baffling. Ten. Yeah, that is almost <laughs> more It's the yeah, land in the middle on this. Two. Yeah, yeah, I gave it a two. Yeah, We're to all be lukewarm about this is also anti-biblical. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, noted. Let's take a look at what some of the listeners had to say. So, first of all, I did a poll. Uh, and I did a poll right before recording. Well, sorry, 24 hours right before recording. Uh, just to kind of get a set of the most loyal listeners, because you know those dudes got my number. That bell rings when I tweet. That's the kind. Yeah, of we need to do a I loyalty keep. audit. We sure do. We sure do. In fact, if you're hearing this episode, uh, type the word raccoon and post it on Twitter so that we know that you saw it. No, um, I don't make them do that. That's gonna. How the the people loyalty? that put What's us on lists are gonna check? think it's like a a, a fucking. Uh, Manchurian candidate activation. Listen, they've already done it. A lot of them have already gone over to the to the Twitter and have done it. So what do you have to say to them now? Whatever. Just remember this, remember listeners. This. If you didn't want to type raccoon when I first said it, now if you type it, it's going to irritate him. You keep that in mind. Look, they're going over to it right now. Favorite set as expressed by the listeners. This will come as no surprise I'll read them in reverse order. Uh, I guess I don't have to because I did the opposite here. The the favorite set with 57.8% of the votes was the wild style. Those wild Republicans, Bannon and Milo. And I think, to be honest with you, I did a secondary question here that kind of would, would help to confirm. I think it's mostly because of the Bannon. I don't think yeah. most people voted favorite set because of Milo. I think most of them are, are Bannon guys. Something about the Bannon haircut is iconic and, and, like I was saying, really speaks to, to something internal. The worst set of haircuts is, is much more interesting. So, by the way, if you were curious, the favorite set is clearly wild. And then tied for second place is the linear and the foreigners. So the helmets was, the in that poll, the lowest. But I wanted to clarify. And clarify I did. It, it's a little different, but mostly the same. The worst haircut i had everybody vote on their they're the worst the helmets took the worst haircut at 50 percent of the vote just squeaking by the foreigners taking 46 percent of the vote almost split on that almost split on that so car you have dug the deepest ukrainian trench and with that trench affords a lot of security unless somebody hits you with a mortar so you're in an interesting place I wanted people to give a short answer. Favorite style overall. Longtime listener and friend of the show, Denver Doggery writes, the unhinged Boris haircut does whatever the duck it wants. <laughs> Another longtime friend and listener of the show, Schlitz underscore beer, Bannon got that lettuce for sure. <laughs> so one vote for Bannon with the lettuce. I'm gonna. I don't know if these people are all longtime listeners. Maybe I'll just call them all longtime listeners, so we seem very popular. At Alt Philogi writes, "Def the Milo." He actually put Milo as his favorite. Then we have at Goaded Farmer, Bannon first, and the Un second. So that's like very close to you, Car. That's a, yeah, a kindred that's, spirit that's right a, there. That's. Uh... And then we have Broedipus who writes. Easily the Bannon. 
Bannon again with James Kelly, the Bannon. And then we also have the Yankee hater, Noah writes, Bannon is easily the best here. No debate. Now that is tough. That is tough. A lot of Bannon lovers out there. Almost, I would say, fellas, do you feel that this was surprising or not surprising? Um, not surprising. Not yeah, surprising. We, we know our listeners. We speak to yeah. our listeners. So I know them better than they know themselves. Whatever. That guy. Whatever. I got other news here, but I could save it for an over the line. Uh, in short, the sniffer returns. That's what I'll, I'll pepper out there. The sniffer is oh. back. Everybody, we covered a guy once before on this show, and he's back That's on the That's very streets. intriguing, and I would pay money to hear about that. <laughs> oh, and in order to do that, Aaron, you'd go over to the Patreon. I think it's the Timeline Earth Patreon, I guess. Go there. All right. Yeah, yeah go there. good. I'm not going to link it in the descriptions, so. Am I supposed to be paying attention to the, the comments on our Patreon? No. No, I, I like to look through the comments every now and again unless somebody says something mean and then I don't look for a couple of weeks. But um, you can <laughs> you lick your wounds for a while. And then yeah, I, I, yeah, and then I come back. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. I, well, do we want to save the rest of this for over the line, or love to save this for an over the line? Cause I've got okay. the sniffer and I've got some pretty interesting therapy techniques we can talk about. Okay, Ooh. I've got some news too. So, interesting. all right. Well, um, I'm I'm around to record over the line this week, so uh, let's put that out there. Alrighty. Um, and then, uh, yeah, otherwise we'll circle back next week live on Wednesday. And until then, oh, yeah. um, you almost you almost interrupted the closer, Aaron. That is yeah. like that is the closest thing to a, a breaking a yes. commandment that you could do. No, we, <laughs> we can't close out yet. I need I to know. I have to plug my other podcast. <laughs> yeah, I got to plug all my <laughs> No, real quick. Condoms. Love them. Hate them. Hate them. Nobody hate likes em. condoms. That's a terrible, that's a crazy thing to enter. Cars. All right, everyone. Till next week, two hands on the wheel. God, Aaron, that's a crazy, nobody's going to say yes.